Hello, writers. This is a podcast about NaNoWriMo where we get you ready for November. I'm Liz Leo. And I'm Christina Horner. And this is How to Win NaNo. As a reminder, Liz and I are not actually affiliated with NaNoWriMo in any way. We've just won a lot. All right, Christina, I've been super excited about this episode because sometimes I bring up this topic and you're like, wait, no, we have, a ri- we have an episode coming up about this thing. That's true. And so now we have this episode and it's about writing playlists. So I'm so excited to talk about it, especially because we have two very different ways of going about playlists. Yeah. And honestly, this isn't even just about writing playlists. I think that like writing playlists are a good thing to have, but there's... Yeah. There's so many ways to think about utilizing music to write to. And so, yeah, we wanted to talk about, like, what are the different kinds of music that you can write to? How do you make your own playlists? What do we consider to be good writing music? Yeah. Um, And so on and so forth. So um, I guess maybe we just start by talking about what we like. And then we can maybe talk about some of the other kinds. So I think the largest thing to bring up, and I don't know if you have quite the same distinction, but I pretty much never make writing playlists that are wordless to write to. Um, That's so I almost (laughs) always make writing playlists to listen to for inspiration when I'm ideating and thinking, and then I write without music. Yeah, that's so funny to me. I think part of it, and I've admitted this before and why it's hard for me to read when I'm writing, things like that, is that I am extremely like susceptible to influence so if if someone puts on music that isn't the exact right mood i'm trying to write i will like oh the moods that music's a little tense i'm gonna start writing it more tense and so (laughs) i really have to have quiet when i'm writing to solve that problem for myself because i'm much less uh worried about this yes so i have made writing playlists in the past for a few years i like swore by these massive writing playlists that I made, but I, I kind of organized them by vibe. So I kind of had like actiony upbeat. Mm-hmm. So if I'm writing like a intense scene or a climax or something, a battle. Um, and then I have sort of like quiet and somber. <laughs> so if I'm writing like a sad part. And then I think I had just like normal upbeat, like normal yeah. kind of just like bright and happy. And so it was like, depending on where I was at, I would just listen to one of those three playlists. And I just made sure that they were like 20 hours long. And I would just like shuffle them. I like I can't even work with music on in the background. Like I can't work with anything. I I, I don't know what it is about my brain. But it's like any it's like, <laughs> Getting like a piece of sand in the gears of a Swiss Swiss watch. <laughs> My brain is so exacting. I can't get anything in there or it will just crumble. And yeah, that's why all of my playlists are inspiration playlists. Yeah. And I think uh, that's totally yeah. valid though. Like I love that you do that. Yeah. Usually what will happen too is there will be a singular song that like really defines and inspires my work. And I, I don't know if you have that as well. I, I feel like at the very least, I've seen you once take a Muse song and use it as the background for like a book trailer. So, so yeah, one time. One time. That was like my second nano ever. I loved that though. I so, miss book so trailers. 16 like that. years ago, I did that once. <laughs> but I like, I very specifically remember like for my first novel, uh, Muse's Stockholm Syndrome was, and I didn't like this just off the top of the dome. Like I didn't look this up. I just remember that's the song for uh, The Undertaker's Box. It was um, Florence and the Machine's Cosmic 
comic love. Mm-hmm. Um, and like recently I was working on a small movie treatment, not for payment or anything, just for fun. <laughs> and uh, the uh, two ways version of Toxic, I just listened to over oh, yeah. and over. And like, seriously, I probably listened to it like 100, 200 times. Uh, and I will do that with a song. And what I do is I pretty much imagine it as the movie trailer. That's so cool. The of the book I'm writing, which also probably proves I should work more on writing movies. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll go into a little more detail, but that's like the top line of how I think of my writing playlist. That's so funny. So for me, because that's not a thing I do at all. And actually, like, I know that you'd like to listen to those in the car. We're like completely yeah. opposite. When I'm in the car and it's November, I usually don't listen to anything because that's my thinking time. Oh, wow. See, I have to listen to music and that's my thinking time that's so funny we're the opposite again but when i'm writing for me uh writing music or whatever it is that i'm listening to is usually to cut other distractions so for me it's like i do a lot of writing like at a coffee shop or sometimes i'll just like bring my computer to work and write in the cafeteria Mm -hmm. or um i'll be at writing group with my friends where they can sometimes be like distracting and so a lot of times I just have music on to drown out everything else and just sort of be with my story and so a lot of times like like I said I Mm -hmm. used to so the sort of evolution of what I listened to it used to be that I would just find a movie soundtrack and that would yeah. like pretty much just be it. Like for like a couple of years, I listened exclusively to the like original series of unfortunate events um, I movie soundtrack. I put that on once when I was working on my like game last year, actually. It was yeah, really it's useful. Really yeah. good writing music. I also listened to like the Tron soundtrack. Or that think, is a good soundtrack. It's really good. Yeah. And I think I did like the Tron like Pandora station. So it pulled in mm. other stuff like that. So for a while, and this is actually sort of like as like access to music and this type of stuff has changed so it used to be that I found movie soundtracks then when I sort of got on Spotify I would like make these specific playlists based on again like different movie soundtracks and other kinds of like atmospheric music then I discovered lo-fi and like chill hop where like this is music that's specifically written to be focus homework study work music and so a lot of times I'll find like a good lo-fi station and just listen to that but the other thing that I wanted to say is there's also this whole community on YouTube of people who do sort of like the lo-fi chill hop or just like ambient sounds Mm -hmm. but like with typing or rain oh yeah and where so it's, it's like, like cafe sounds but it's like a combination yeah. of the two so it'll be like you know you'll find like cozy cabin in the winter with crackling fireplace I and love so you that. have this sort of like you know chill lo-fi music but you'll also have that fireplace and also maybe like rain sounds the white noise actually would probably be a little bit easier for me yeah but, and when i say white noise i mean like that those sort yeah. of cafe sounds are a lot easier for me to write with. our writing group uses this uh, video app called gather where mm-hmm. you're in like an 8-bit coffee shop or you can have a whole bunch of different ones but we have a coffee shop and it has like ambient coffee shop sounds in the background because it yeah reminds us of being at the coffee shop that we used to there's times where i'm like who's being so loud oh wait that's the that's the espresso machine yeah there's a milk frother yeah yeah (laughs) nobody has a milk frother yeah um but yeah so i have found those things to be really helpful and those things did not exist when i started doing nano chill hop was like not a thing i remember figuring that out and you can also get like themed chill hop now like oh yeah it's like you know there's just a variety of themes you can you can literally type in like epic fantasy music to write to or like there's just so many halloween chill hop like yeah so those have been my new thing that i love and i love like 
rain. Like, and I love when it has the typing in it too, because it makes you feel like you're not alone. Yeah. And it, like completely different use case. Yeah. And I don't listen to that in the car when I'm thinking. When I'm of thinking, not. I'm yeah. just silent. That's that's music to like help quiet your brain. And I realize the reason why I don't use that is because as we know, like you have that sort of like you have to write daily kind of thing. I sort of have, and when I was growing up, my mom says, like, you have two modes on and off. <laughs> and so I sort of have two focus modes, focused or not focused. Yeah. And I can't, like, get myself to focus. So I just rely on being hyper-focused during a That's lot of my fair. writing. When I'm hyper-focused, a fire could be going around around me. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I, I'm paying attention to what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm not focused, no amount of focus music is going to get me in there. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. And I think that speaks to our writing styles too, it does. where it's like, yeah, you're going to sit down and you're either going to write 10,000 words yep. or you're going to write zero. And I I am more of that sort of slow and steady. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's painful, I'm going to like carve 500 yeah. words out of me. And so I really do need that music to kind of like get me there. Yeah. And I <laughs> need like and, the and setup of the vibe of the inspiration mm-hmm. to like get me into that feeling of like, I imagine like these flashes of scenes and like these moments and I can like think of a whole plot based on like each of these moments sort of coalescing and then sort of work back. And oftentimes I will find a song like I was listening to a song on the way home today and had to immediately get out my laptop and write four four pages of a weird (laughs) short story because like I just like found myself so emotionally like attached to what that song was doing but I turned it off as soon as I got home when I started writing (laughs) yeah that's so funny to me and actually the one of the things that I was gonna say is I think there's a lot of people who can write with music that has words which like that makes me so uncomfortable I I, like I can't at all but one of the things that I have found is I've been in a lot of situations where um like a group of people will make a collaborative writing playlist Mm, mm -hmm. and people will put so many songs with words on that playlist and then it's completely useless to me. And like, not to say that other people shouldn't be able to do that, but because of that collaborative writing playlist do not work for me. (laughs) I will say though, it's the point where I'm never going to put on music, but luckily if someone puts on music with lyrics and I'm just like totally tuned out and focused, I can deal with it. But most of the time, honestly, that does annoy me because, again, I'm already susceptible just to, like, tone. Yeah, totally. If you put words in it, uh-uh. <laughs> and then that's that's another thing. I don't know if you're that type of person, but, like, even when I get inspiration songs, if the the words will start to inspire me and mean something. And so I have to be careful about the lyrics that I bring in with that inspiration song because it will shape what I'm doing. Yeah. Um. So this is funny, but last year... I think All Too Well um, by Taylor Swift came out like in the middle of NaNo or really close to NaNo. Such a good song. And so um, shout out to our Discord moderators. Uh, but <laughs> Oh, yeah. They, they were like, one, one of them was like, oh, we should do a writing sprint to All Too Well. And I hadn't heard it yet. And so I was like, great. And so I did that exactly once because I didn't know the words. And then after that, I got really into it and listened to it a ton. And then yeah. I could never write to it again because then oh. I was like, well, I'm just going to sing along and not write. I don't know if you tackle music the same way I do but like when I get into music I will listen to the same thing over and over and over Um, but luckily when I'm doing inspiration stuff usually what I'll do and this is how I set it up I'll get a couple of the songs that I like into a Spotify playlist and 
we're not here to rev Spotify and know it costs money. I know there's bad issues, but if Spotify suddenly shut down tomorrow, I'd cry. Oh, I would too. Because <laughs> my playlists are so important to I've me. i put so much effort into so my playlists. So much effort and so much time curating. So what I'll do is I'll start with a couple songs that remind me, and then I'll maybe listen to, I have one playlist just called Good, and that's like my, <laughs> my like, you know, 1,200 songs of like, this is just where I throw the things I like. I have one per year like that. Ah, see, that would have been smart. I have my like, you know, my 2020, I call it like my year playlist and it's just like 2020 playlist 2021 playlist well see i didn't have to do that this year because i just have one which is the beetlejuice soundtrack but uh (laughs) so what i do is then i go through like good and i do shuffle and then i pick out songs to add to it that sort of feel that vibe and then i turn on spotify enhanced so Mm. it will then start recommending songs once you have enough in there oh cool and then so what i'll do for like a drive when i'm thinking is i'll have the songs that i already spur the inspiration then i'll hear the new songs and decide whether i want to add them or not oh, nice. to my inspiration playlist so usually every novel I work on for nano I will have a playlist for it that I will enmesh myself in mostly during my driving time yeah it's interesting because I really like making Spotify playlists but and I used to make like really elaborate writing playlists but now I feel like over the last couple of years I've just learned that other people are just like way better at it than <laughs> me so like I was saying with all of these different like lo-fi and like mm-hmm. writing playlists and then all of these like YouTube atmospheric like ASMR like whatever kind of focus playlists I'll just kind of search one out I'll be cool. like what's the vibe I'm looking for like what's the scene I'm writing and I'll literally just put that in like if I'm writing like a summer beach party I'll look up like summer beach lo-fi or like summer beach like music to write to or whatever and then if it's good I'll like save it but I often don't go back to the ones I saved I'll often just look for a new one whenever I write that makes sense you want to sort of have fresh focus yeah so that's been really working for me and I'm yeah I'm excited to like I don't know see how like how this community grows and Mm -hmm. continues to like innovate on these types of videos because they're just they're neat and they're something that we didn't have you know 20 years ago when we were just starting this journey (laughs) you should share some of the links and some of the resources like as we put out this episode with the community because i know everyone would be interested we shared a bunch of them in our how to a nano discord yes either last year or the year before like people were sharing some of their favorite ones and i found that like at work people will share like hey i was listening to this playlist today or like you know in our like friend group we like people will share ones that they have enjoyed like hey I got a lot done today listening to this yeah um, but yeah if I if I find any good ones I'll, I'll be sure to drop them somewhere on our discord yeah I would love to know if other people have other approaches yeah there has to be other approaches obviously like normal we have exactly opposite approaches yep <laughs> but you know I I bet that there's some sort of variety or in between of them and I also want to know like when did people listen to the music is it before after like in the mix of writing yeah because i also i don't listen to music every time i write i mostly listen to music when there's something else that i need to tune out Mm. you know if i'm like somewhere where there's people talking nearby headphones on sure music on but if i'm just by myself somewhere a lot of times i'll just write in silence also i sort of forget that like this happens in writing or working i just get like a song stuck in my head and that plays and like that's sort of enough for me most of the time and I know I'm weird like that so I don't know to each their own I think yep to each their own I wish I could share some of my writing playlists but it would make no sense but I I honestly I have things I haven't even written that I've playlist started for that was like I had this weird dream and now I need a playlist that helps me solidify what I'm thinking and feeling based on it I love that 
you know, use music to your advantage. Like music is a different medium than writing, but can super go hand in hand. I mean, like old cut, but I remember Stephanie Meyer, like listing some of the songs that like inspired her when writing Twilight. And a lot of it was Muse, <laughs> you know, way back when. Yep. But look, she got a Muse song in the first. Oh my God. The dream. The dream. If I right? ever write a book that's turned into a movie that they use Muse for, like, the trailer. They used oh, the. Tra- they used it in the trailer. They did. Oh, that baseball scene. Supermassive right. black hole. Mwah. Chef's kiss. <laughs> uh, but you know, I I think honestly, really, it comes back to me is like, music is just a cinematic and filmic connection to books. I always think about that trailer song, and I always think about like what the music is happening in those scenes. So. Mm-hmm. But you may just have a different type of connection to writing. Yeah. I also listen to a lot of Lindsay Sterling. (sighs) Lindsay Sterling is actually... Lindsay Sterling is something I can listen to. She's sort of outside of the things that I mentioned. Um, So I think that's a good example of another, like, just very vibey. You know, she can be focused music for me purely because one time I went to Ireland before, like, Wi-Fi or, like, internet was a big thing. And the only thing I had downloaded on my phone was Lindsay Sterling, one album. So I just listened to it over and over. And that was the only music I had to, like, for, like, three days of doing anything. So now it can be focused for me. I don't know that Lindsay Sterling was popular before internet was a big no, thing. No, sorry. <laughs> not before internet was a big thing. What I mean is before I knew how to get internet on my phone when traveling all the time. You know when you'd, like, travel to another country and you, like, wouldn't yes. buy internet? You'd just be like, I have to find Wi-Fi? Yeah. It was like that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's a good point. Before before the internet was a before thing. Before I knew how to get internet when traveling internationally. How about that? Very more specific. Anyway, uh, this was a really fun conversation. Yeah. I loved it. I can't wait to hear what our listeners say. The episode is over. Wait, it's season five of Christina. What do I say? Where's my script? Give me a second, Liz. I'm still writing it. Okay, I can fill the space. Have I told you about how I'm learning to play the piano? And done. Here you go. Welcome to the end of the episode. This is Liz, who will not be talking about pianos. Hey, wait! Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you want to keep up with us between episodes, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at HowToWinNano. We've also got a Patreon if you want to donate and help us keep this podcast ad-free. That's patreon.com slash HowToWinNano. You can also join our Discord server full of writers, which is super active during the nano season. Oh, tell them about our books. Oh, yeah. I have an indie publishing company called 84th Street Press, and we've published three anthologies. They feature stories written by Liz and I and a bunch of other talented authors. The newest one is called What Happened to Annabelle, and you can find it most places books are sold. This one has a bit of a spooky vibe and a heavy dose of feminism, but each anthology is a totally different vibe, so there's something for everyone. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep keep writing. writing. Now I can talk about the piano. No. People put so many words with songs on it. You and, mean, or, songs sorry. with words on it. Sorry. People will put. So-